0: From loveracing.nz. It's form analyst Mitch Davis who joins us off the top. Morning to you, Mitch. How's things? Good morning, guys. It's actually pretty nice up here in Auckland. It's pretty mild and not far from the muddy terrain that we'll be racing out of tomorrow.
1: Yeah, look, the trouble is it's meant to rain, Mitch, so we'll need to do uh, the form here for a wet track. But Awapuni uh, running uh, there on a heavy surface as well. We'll get you to have a look at some of those. We'll start uh, on uh, race three. Rocker Baby was back to her best last time, or near it, when running second. She's three dollars into two forty, and she's going to take all sorts of beating. And what's a pretty tidy sort of a three-year-old race?
0: Yeah, it is, and you're right. Um, she's been well back early and rightly, so she's been a pretty solid performer on the wet tracks of late. And you know, another wet track's probably not going to bother her. Um, she's been racing at some better horses in the past, and yes, you did touch her on as a tidy field, but she does look a class above these. I thought.
1: Yeah, the others uh, that are uh, some chances uh, I would have thought uh, the likes of Pop the Bubbles was good in winning at Wanganui, and uh, You're a Sky Full of Diamonds uh, was a really good winning on the home track at Taranaki.
0: Yeah, outside of Bay it does open up a bit. Um, pop the Bubbles was the beneficiary. of a pretty gun ride from Sano last start and yeah, you are full of skies and girls light up both. look like their horses with ability, so um, it wouldn't be a surprise for either of them pop up as well.
1: Righto, let's have a look at the Quaddy Mitch, races 6, 7, 8 and 9, bit of analysis here, gee, uh, some big fields uh, through the quaddy uh, it's been uh, not a great deal of movement uh, in the market since opening, uh, the likes of uh, Barzetti for Jonathan Parks has had the three runs back now, Matthew Eels had a winner uh, last week and Barzetti might be the one but pretty open sort of a race.
0: Agree. It almost just looks like a field job, for mine, Butch, um, as far as the quarter goes. But Barzetti, drawing wide, probably won't be an issue come that point of the day with the rail sat in the true from the 350 onwards for the home straight, I believe. So I don't think drawing out gate 14 is going to hinder him too much. And, you know, Jonathan Parks is a gun as well. So I think he'll give him every chance from the gate. But if you're not going to just stand him out, I think it's almost a field job in that one.
1: She's so reliable, was good uh, resuming. Uh, Taylor Mitchell takes the two kilos off. Second up, I thought uh, it would be given some sort of a hope from the John Barry stable.
0: Yep, second up, the stats are a bit of a concern. And, you know, she is sticking to the 15.50, which is a bit of a query considering she's been better over further in the past. So I don't know whether um, it will just be a market watch on her as to see whether money does come from the Barry stable tomorrow. But, um, yes, on her day, she is definitely good enough to take this out.
1: Race number seven, uh, this was uh, a good field of a sprinters, but should really be Old Town Road's day, you would think.
0: You would think so, but he has been a little bit hit and miss. This pre- yes, that might be a bit harsh when he's won and placed his last two, but um, there's also been plenty of support for the Burgess and runner Bradman at the yeah, the bottom of the book. He's um, going to get him with 51 kilos after the claim, so... Yeah, I do think Old Town Road's probably really hard to beat and potentially progressing on to better races in the winter, but um, when he's going to be giving Bradman 8.5 kilos, he's probably worth throwing in as well.
1: Yeah, Bradman, the jewel acceptor, but with the money, 13s into 650, you'd tend to think that the and Stable are going to be running Bradman in that race. Old Deerfield, he's just a revelation, isn't he? Three kilos off, 57.5. He was good last time at the bay and running second. He'd be... Uh, Competitive again?
0: He would be. He just seems to keep trying his heart out. He pops up every week, it yeah, seems like. So I don't think the conditions will bother him. And, you know, I'm sure he'll put in another on his performance, just whether he matches it with the likes of Old Town Road. And Bradman is going no been on his back. It's probably a query for him.
1: Good race the next, uh, race number eight. There's some progressive uh, staying types in here. A couple of them worth mention. Fabian Hawke, who's won his last two and three of his last four. Uh, Jonathan Parks rides up to 59.5 kilos, but, gee, has been good. Uh, the last couple, I was impressed with Crouch last time, though. He had no right to win, and he wound up the last little bit and got the job done. He's eights into 550, even though there has been a scratching. Uh, I, I'd have a big watch on Crouch
0: agree with you hundred percent that Butchery, um, the son of Tarzino, he's been awfully progressive this prep and, you know, they've got Tina Komanyahy coming up to ride. So to mine at least it's between him and uh Fabian Hawk. But um there also has been a bit of money out of the Bradbury stable for Kingfisher lad who when he gets his own way in front can just keep on bowling. So he's getting a claim from Lee Sullivan, So there looks to be a few chances in that if um Fabian Hawk or Crouch are having an off day.
1: If it got really wet and testing, then Prince Leo uh, might be a chance as well. He's been uh, there and thereabouts this preparation, so hasn't been uh, too far away. But yeah, I think a couple of really good staying uh, potential stayers, and not just winter stayers, either in Fabian Hawk and uh, Crouch. And to the last, gee, you talked about a field job uh, earlier on. This is an absolute nightmare as far as trying to sort out the last leg of the quaddy For me, uh, I didn't know which way to go. What about you?
0: Yes, uh, echo uh, that's completely butch. Um, there are a couple in here who I don't mind, though. I don't mind Masso at the top of the book. Yes, he's got to carry a bit of weight, but he's drawn out of the track and he won't mind the conditions. And I think he can, on his day, be pretty hard to catch. He can be pretty hard to catch. He's only won two from 33, but he is uh, mostly kept to the wet track. So he'll probably run you another honest race. And down close to the bottom of the book from the Wheeler Stable, Z for Z, Z. Um, he, he is another who can pop up on these wet tracks. It just depends on what sort of wet track we do strike, you know, come the last race. So, um, yeah, you probably are safe he's playing a field job when it's $6 a field, but if you can stand a couple out a little bit, I'm pretty sure you'll be doing pretty well in that field.
1: Now, I thought z for z was probably near its peak. It's had three runs back. The run second last time uh, was pretty good. So you could uh, make a case for Z for Z as you said getting towards the end of the season Mitch always time to reflect and uh, have a look at some of the highlights Uh, gee we were uh, blessed with an amazing crop of uh, three-year-olds not just horses that did it this side of the Tasman but trekked across and won group one races uh, over there Prowess Legato spring to mind a a wonderful season for our three-year-olds
0: Absolutely, and you throw in sharp and smart and Pennywicker in there as well. Like, I don't think we've had a three year old crop so dominant in recent times. And then you've also got to, you know, consider the efforts of Impera Tree's going over as well. You know, she has been a revelation as well. She's stepped back from the middle distance and miling sort of distances back to the sprints, and she's um, taken it on on pretty comfortably, really. You know, she was unlucky not to win the Canterbury States over there and then won the, was it the William Reed number one at Mooney Um But yeah, we've had a tremendous season and so we'll be doing well to match that again this season
1: if we could. And that uh, news that we talked of at the top of the show with uh, TAB Trackside taking the Everest slot with I Wish I Win in conjunction with Mark Chirik out of Waikato Stud. Big news uh, and and no doubt there'll be massive uh, build-up to the 14th of October uh, with I Wish I Win as a genuine, genuine contender in a $20 million race.
0: Absolutely. He's um he's been another very improved sort of sprinter once he's headed over to Australia and he keeps stepping up and up. Um and if you know if he strikes a dry track there at uh Ramwick come Everest day, he'll be awfully hard to beat, even though that didn't actually stop him on T J Smith's next day. But um yeah, it's great to see that track getting involved and we'll get a fair bit of Kiwi backing and Kiwi cheering coming on to the middle of October
1: yeah for sure good on you Mitch thanks for stepping in here on Breakfast with the Kiwis and good luck on the punt okay Mitch you too